Are you a cool kid? Are you in the clubhouse? Or are you more like me, looking at it and saying, are you kidding me? Another social media platform I need to be on? Or maybe you're like, Jules, what the fuck is Clubhouse? Welcome to episode 36, where I am joined by media expert extraordinaire Beth Nydick for a quick masterclass on how to get in, get on, and get the most out of the hottest new drop-in audio social media platform Clubhouse. This episode and its contents is sponsored by Nickerson a full-service branding, marketing, and PR and communications agency with team members in Boston, LA, Miami, and New York City. Welcome to This Shit Works, your weekly no-nonsense guide to networking your way to more friends, more adventures, and way more success with your host, Julie Brown. Here we go. It used to be when you heard the word clubhouse or treehouse or fort, your mind would immediately conjure up the image of kids at play and the worlds they can create together when given a space to be left to their own imagination without adult interference. Far from the timber walls of our childhood, clubhouse is now the hottest new audio-based social media platform filled with movers, shakers, celebrities, and thought leaders coming together in real time to talk, listen, and learn from each other. But with names like Tiffany Haddish, Van Jones, Elon Musk, Chris Rock, and so many more, how can one even begin to get in and get noticed on a platform that even in its infancy already seems ready to crowd us out? Well, lucky for you and for me, since I'm going to be learning right alongside you in this episode, I just happen to have a clubhouse expert in my network. Like me, Beth Nydick is a speaker, author, podcast host, and business mentor. Unlike me, she's really adept at the clubhouse platform and how to use that platform for increased visibility and to create media opportunities for yourself. She's been teaching the ins and outs of Clubhouse since the platform launched. Beth has been featured in Oprah, Parade, Forbes, The Dr. Oz Show, The Chew, and The Tonight Show, to name a few. And because she is a woman after my own heart, she has written a cocktail book called Clean Cocktails, Righteous Recipes for the Modern Mixologist. Welcome to the program. Thank you for being here. (laughs) Yes. I need this so much. I'm so excited. So, you know, I, I, I love the fact that we're doing this because it's one of those platforms that if it works for who you are and how you communicate, you can go gangbusters and it's all up to you how deep you want to go. Okay. So for some, I was on an, a call yesterday and I asked somebody, are you on clubhouse? And he said, what's clubhouse? So there might be listeners who are like, okay, Jules, what's clubhouse? I gave it a little bit of a, a preempt in the intro. What is clubhouse? So Clubhouse is the newest audio-only social media app. In a, in a nutshell, that's what it is. I always I think of it like this. It's like a big radio station, and it's got all these interactive rooms to be in. That's, in my head, that's how I can describe it. There's nothing out there that you can say, it's like this. There are actually more apps coming out that are like Clubhouse. Right. Uh, that'll be coming onto the scene that are directed towards creatives, that are directed towards athletes, celebrities. There's a lot of this coming out. But the fact that it's audio only and there's no barrier to entry, and that means you can connect with those celebrities you always liked, 
those entrepreneurs that you've always wanted to, to learn from, they're on there just sharing information in the most part, but not to age myself, but I grew up in the 80s and I got to talk to Justine Bateman on Clubhouse. And to me, that was like the best thing ever. Right. Well, you say there's no barrier to entry, but there is. You have to be invited. So how does someone find someone who can invite them onto the platform? This is something in your wheelhouse. It's all about your network. And it's all about asking them to find it. I literally went on my Facebook page and said, who's got an invite? I want one. And when I have extra invites too, people can DM me. I'll give you an invite. I go on my social probably once a week and ask who needs an invite. So if you really want one, it's not hard to find one. Yeah. But I want to warn you, there are people that sell them. Oh my God. Really? Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Don't like buy it, people. Bucks. Between Beth Don't and I, we'll get it. you on. <laughs> exactly. um, so say, okay, you get an invite and this is where I need to start working with you. I have an invite. Okay. I have a headshot up there. I have done nothing else. What do we do once we get that invite? What is the process to really start using the platform? Okay. So the first thing for me is to connect your Instagram and your Twitter. If you use both platforms, if you don't use your Twitter, don't connect it because people are going to go there to connect with you. So go make sure your Instagram is connected. Make sure your Instagram says what you're doing, who you are, what you're about. And then go back to the platform and write in your bio. You don't need, you know, you'll go and you'll look at people's bios and they're a whole page long. You don't need to do that to start. It's a who you are, what you do, what, who you want to connect with. And then this is like the only app that does this actually who you're about. I have two kids. I'm like, I think in mine, it says I have two teenagers, two pit bulls. I'm married 22 years. Okay. Like, cause the app is really about connecting person to person. Yes, all us marketers and all us people in the online space are, be, are using it to create wealth and to create client connection and create more of our network, but it's really meant to just connect people with like minds to have those discussions from people all over the world. And you follow people on the app, like you follow people's other social media platforms, correct? Sort of. So yes, you follow people on the app, but on other social media platforms, platforms, you follow everybody, right? You follow your neighbor, you follow your aunt, but on Clubhouse, you have to follow the people that you want to interact with because those are the rooms that are going to show up in your hallway. So when you open the app, the main page is called your hallway Okay. and all the rooms that you could enter to be in the conversations are on that page. But if you're, so for example, I have a couple of friends who are celebrity matchmakers. I was following them. So in my hallway were celebrity matchmaker rooms talking about finding a maid, how to be ready for having a relationship. Those are in conversations that I'm going to be a part of. Ah. So I unfortunately, not unfortunately, it's not a really big deal, but I unfollowed them on the app so that those rooms wouldn't be showing up. So if you look to see who I follow, I follow lots of people in media, lots of people in TV and lots of online space. So if you're curious to see how somebody else is doing this, find somebody who's in your space, maybe somebody who you admire, want to be like, you click on who they're following and who's following them. And just notice what people they're following. I'm gonna tell you a secret. <laughs> I love when I tell secrets on podcasts. There's this woman who's in the same kind of space that I am. I really like what she does, but she has a good vibe. I literally went to her bio and hit who she's following and just followed everybody in there. You know, I look through okay. it, but that's how, I did, that's how I found some of the other people that are producers of the Today Show, you know, anchors and media, whoever it was. So if you're a dermatologist 
you know, maybe following people who are, work in dermatology, beauty aids, medicines, mm -hmm. you know, whatever you feel is in that wheelhouse, because those are the rooms, the, the topic rooms that are going to come up in your hallway that you can be a part of those conversations. Okay. So lay out what this hallway does for us. Again, you're speaking to a novice. I'm, I'm assuming so, most of the people who are listening to, to this need sort of clubhouse 101. So we get invited, we set up our profile, we follow some people that creates a hallway for us. Now, what do we do with that? Okay. So in the hallway, which is on the top, it'll have what rooms are coming up that'll be of interest to you. And then as you scroll, there'll be topics of rooms, you know, uh, titles of rooms that are of interest to you per the algorithm. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to click on one of those rooms and be in the audience and listen to see what they're talking about. You know, there's rooms that are, the two, there's people on the stage and they're just teaching and they'll be doing conversation and Q&A after they finish teaching. There's rooms that are just Q&A there's networking rooms, there's asking rooms, there's looking for a referral room. Okay. So really go in and explore the types of rooms that you enjoy and the types of rooms that you think are going to be, I guess the right word would be advantageous for you to be on the app because we're all busy. We were talking before the app takes time mm -hmm. to make it work for you because you need to be in the rooms and you need to be visible in those rooms and you need to be in the rooms that are going to not only teach you something, but you can make a connection with. When I talk to my clients about using Clubhouse, you are not to use Clubhouse or to get off Clubhouse unless you've made two connections. You meaning you've listened to somebody in a room, you've DM them, thank you for sharing X, I thought it was really interesting, X, I'd love to connect. Because it's all about making that connection and unfortunately not yet, you can't message on Clubhouse, you need to do it off app on Instagram. Okay. So. If you were going to go, like if I say, you're going to go on today, you're going to open the app, you're going to go into a room and listen for 10 minutes, and then you're going to DM somebody you listen to why you liked what they said and do that twice. And that's a good way to start in getting you engaged in Mage. the conversation. Okay. The other thing that I do, because you know, Julie, I'm from Jersey <laughs> and I always need to raise my hand, but when you're in the room, you can participate in the conversation. You have to raise your hand. So I always say, if it's a big room, raise your hand as soon as you get in there. Because if there's a lot of people to go through, it's going to take time to get to you. Okay. You don't want to be in the room for hours and hours. That's not my MO. Right. And then you can be a part of the conversation. And if you find that you don't want to be part of the conversation, it's not working for you. You can quietly leave and it's not a big deal. Okay. So I had a friend who was doing a room, my girlfriend, Terry Trespicio, who's also another public speaker. And... I joined to listen in and then she asked me to come to the stage. Is that different right. than raising your hand or is that the same thing? So when you raise your hand, you're coming to the stage. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. So when you look at the, in, your, in the room itself, the top is the stage below that it says followed by the speakers. So people that are the spot, the speakers follow. Okay. And then under that is people the speakers don't follow. Okay. So when you're being asked to come to the stage, the actual room moderator, the person running the room is called either the host or the moderator. They'll click on your little face and bring you up to the stage to have a conversation or you'll raise your hand and they'll do it the same way. Okay. So the thing, so again, I've only done this once. This is my one and only experience. And I have Good. to tell you, I freaked out the entire time that people could see what I was doing because like 
I literally had just gotten off the Peloton. I was a sweaty pig. I was a mess. And I was like, oh yeah, Terry's thing. And I like got on my phone and I literally freaked out the entire time. I was like, there's no way that this is just my voice, like that they're not suing me. I'm so used to being a visual platform. Like all my social media is visual. Obviously all my speeches are visual. It was actually kind of nice after I was like, okay, there's no way that people can see me that I was like, it is just (laughs) your voice. You can do this anywhere. Like you don't have to gussy up. You don't have to, you, it's just your voice. But it's so nice. So let me ask (laughs) you in your opinion, like when Mm -hmm. I give speeches, you know, I'm gregarious and I have a big personality, but I also have a slide deck behind me or beside me if I'm on zoom, like, do you, is it easy for people to get bored or not pay attention or not listen because there's no visual aid? Yeah, it's all it's all based on you, right? It's the conversation that you can create and the energy you can create in the room. I've been in plenty of rooms where people come on, they're like, hi, my name is Beth, I live in New Jersey, right? <laughs> or it's like, hey, I'm so excited to be here. My name is Beth, I live in New Jersey. And it, you know, having that energy in the room and you setting this, like you said, setting the stage if you're the host and you want to have that kind of energy and the people you have in on the stage with you or your panel or your moderators having that energy, you're like I do four rooms a week and we have meetings before we go on about the energy and what we're going to talk about and how we're going to bring people up because I've been in those rooms and it's okay to be in a room and leave quietly. I think it's funny how, so if you're in a room on the bottom of the app, it says leave quietly so you can leave the room. Mm-hmm. So, almost giving you permission that if this isn't a room that's interesting or it's low energy, I've been in rooms like music rooms. I'm like, I don't know what's going on here and I'll leave the room. Or it's like somebody's rambling. I'll leave the room. Yeah. Like it's okay to jump around when you go in, especially in the beginning when you're figuring out what you want to do to jump around. Mm-hmm. But you're right. There's nothing to rely on. It's all what you have to talk about. So when I, I host a room every Tuesday at two o'clock Eastern, I literally write an outline. Mm. So I know what I'm talking about but I have had rooms where I just talk and Mm -hmm. people come on and we just have a rap session about what's going on during the day. So say somebody is an expert in their field, they've got invited, they have done their bio, they're following people and they say, okay, I want to start a room. What is the process for that? Like, how can they do that? And then how can they get people to, to get into that room and start listening to them talk? Okay. There's a couple of different things. I would say when you get onto the app, start, have your own rooms when you get there. Like figure out what you want to talk about and just start a room to see what it feels like. People might pop in, people might not pop in. To be completely transparent, I did a room yesterday. I forgot to put it in my latest email. I forgot to give it to my assistant to put in my latest email. I didn't put on social media. One person showed up, but you know what? I had a conversation with that one person and what the conversation I had, he said to me, you changed my thought process about this. Thank you so much. So I made an impact on that one person. So for me, that was successful. Mm-hmm. But when you're on the app, on the top is a dashboard. If you click on the one that looks like a calendar in the right-hand side, there's a little plus sign. You click that and it walks you through how to start your own room, what time to start the room, what day you're starting the room. And then it's down to what the title and description is and how you're going to entice people to open your room. Like the, obviously the title I had on my room yesterday wasn't very enticing because anybody on the app didn't come into the room because it wasn't interesting, Mm -hmm. but it's off app advertising is how you get people to come into the room. Okay. And as you get known on the app, people will see your name and will start following you. Like I have 
certain people that show up to most of my rooms because when they see me pop up or they get notified that I'm live, they'll come and see what I'm talking about. But I, if you are the person can lead, start doing rooms. Um, I've been on the app, I know, four, four months and I've had a lot of success selling my passive products. And I think I have a, over a thousand followers. And these are actual people, mostly actual people that e either have heard me speak or I've spoken to. So okay. it's really a closer relationship than any other social media app that I'm on. So how much yeah. time do you have to dedicate to this app on a daily or weekly basis for it to make a difference in your business? I'm very much into budget the time for things that are important, but how much time would I have to budget into my calendar to make a difference? I think to start, my recommendation would be 45 minutes, three times a week. And that's Monday through Sunday. Doesn't need to be, because Clubhouse doesn't have times or days of the week. Right. You can do, I'm on the Clubhouse more on the weekend than I am during the week. I don't really go on Clubhouse other than the rooms that I'm hosting mm -hmm. for that day. So if I'm hosting, I'm not on the, I'm not on the app otherwise. So I host Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. So I'm on the app more Monday and Wednesday as a participant, but it does take time, especially in the beginning for you to feel comfortable to start ho hosting rooms. So I heard somewhere and tell me if this is true or not, but I heard somewhere that if, if you don't behave well on Clubhouse that you can get kicked off, but not just you, the person who invited you gets kicked yes. off. What is the best etiquette for Clubhouse and what could get you potentially removed from the app? So the best etiquette is to be a real person and be nice. There's mm -hmm. no reason not to be nice, right? These are just conversations, keeping it civil and having a real conversation. You can get kicked off the app for bullying, for cursing, you know, somebody out or having an oh, argument. I was going to say cursing. Being... I'm going to get kicked off the app the no, moment no, no. I get on it. No, no, no. Cursing somebody <laughs> out. You know, really being aggressive and making somebody feel uncomfortable. You can be reported. Okay. And yes, that's one thing I didn't mention before, which I should have. When you invite somebody to the app, they're on your good graces there. So if they turn out to be somebody who is doing things wrong in the app, yes, you can be taken off. I have to tell you that I've only known of three people that have taken off the app. I'm sure there's more. That's just what I know. Okay. And it was somebody was being very misogynistic and really going in on this one host. But now what they've added to the app is you can mute somebody. Last month, if somebody wanted to yell and scream at you and say whatever they wanted, you had no control over stopping them. Okay. Now you can mute them or you can, I think you can remove them from your room. But I have, I've been, I'm sure I'm hundreds of hours in. I've never had any experience okay. when anyone's been anything but nice. There's been arguments like, I don't agree with your point of view, but it's not personal. And like, we're talking about marketing or we're, talking, <laughs> we're doing karaoke. Like, yeah. it's not, I haven't had those serious conversations. Um, there have been serious conversations. I just haven't been a part of a lot of them. So I'm just like, be a real person, represent yourself as a person and as, as your brand um, and you'll be fine. It's just, I, when I talk about it, it's just making friends. That's really like the basis of all of it is just making friends and informing each other of your expertise. So if I want to spend 45 minutes on the app three days a week, is there a way to schedule it into my calendar so I don't forget? So two different ways. If you like you see my social on Facebook, you'll see that I'm I'm promoting a room I'm doing on Thursday. You hit that link and that link can be copied into your Apple or Google Okay. Okay. You can go onto the app and go forward and see what, oh, there's a room at two o'clock. I don't want to forget about it. You can add it right to your calendar from the app, which is one of the most spectacular things on the app because we'd all forget. Right. Um, and then they're all in there. 
but you can kind of look and see. There isn't a way to search me and see what rooms I'm doing. That functionality isn't there yet, but you can scroll through. And since the algorithm only gives you the rooms that are for you, everything in your feed should be something that you want to connect with. That's great. Like, you okay. know, there's everything from networking rooms. Yeah. There's referral rooms, but there's a lot of support. Okay. You know, I, and I've been in rooms where we're all crying. I've been in rooms where we're all laughing. We're all yeah. yelling. We're all, you know, okay. I've been in all different kinds of rooms, but to be able to have like vulnerable conversations, which I think the audio gives you that ability because they can't see. You. Right. And you can really have those conversations. I've had lots of aha moments in my rooms from other people. I've, I've been told I've changed people's lives in these rooms. Like for me, yeah. it makes total sense because A, I like to be the center of attention. I'm a Pisces and a middle child. So it makes sense I'm a Pisces me. and I'm a middle child. Did we know that about each other? <laughs> I think I loved you. No, what what day is your birthday? <laughs> 27th of February. Oh, okay. So I'm March 8th. Okay. So you're February, I'm March. Okay. But, you know, we like to be, that's why we're speakers, right? We like to do that kind of stuff. Because we were so never listened like to as kids. Like, we were like yeah. the middle children are like, didn't I have another kid along the way? Like the middle child just gets, you're not the oldest. You're not the youngest. Like, mm-hmm. of course we're speakers. <laughs> totally. I mean, we need to write a book about that. But for us. We can write it together while we're drinking your clean cocktails. <laughs> oh, I love that idea. We're done. I have a name already. Middle child. Um, but so for, for people like us, it makes sense to host rooms, right? It makes sense to bring people together. Like Beth. Can you, you be on the panel in my room next week? Of course I will. And you're going to ask two or three other people and we're going to have a discussion. And then people are going to come on the stage and ask questions. It's so much easier and more fluid and forgiving than you think it is. Mm-hmm. Plus when somebody comes on the app new, you get like a little party hat. So people know you're new and they hold you with kid hands. Yeah. They're like, oh, I see you new, you're new. Or somebody will come on and be like, I'm so nervous. And everyone will be like, it's okay. We're here yeah. for you. Like it's such a loving, warm environment that I've really liked and that I've been able to use for my business in selling programs, getting people like, Julie, I had somebody who was in her room and then signed up for my five month program in the same day that like awesome. she heard me speak. I've been in another room. And I think for speakers, I had a girl was interested in having me on her summit. I said, Hey, come to my clubhouse room. Listen to me talk. Yeah. So she signed me up for her conference that night to be a speaker. Like there's ways to use it for your business, as well as I have, it's so funny. I have like clubhouse friends now. Yeah. People I've never met in person, but we're in each other's rooms or we host rooms together and I'll probably never meet them, but they're my clubhouse family. So I'm an entrepreneur. There's a lot of people who, entrepreneurial people who listen to the podcast. Do you suggest that people create a clubhouse business plan? Like how they're going to use clubhouse, what they want to get out of it, have goals for it. Do you, do you suggest that people go that deep into what, so that they stay on track with being on clubhouse? If that works for you, hundred percent, that doesn't work for me. I, okay. I would never, you know, that's something that I would do, but I know, but I'm planning out my content of what I'm doing and, yeah. and how I'm doing it. So okay. I'm doing it that way, Yeah, whatever works for you. But I think going in with goals, like my goal is to make an impact on somebody every single day and to connect right. with three people every single time I'm on, like, that's my goal. So if I deviate from that, I know that I'm not fulfilling the goals that I've set my, for myself on clubhouse. But if your goal is like, I'm going to make three connections this month that turn into content, turn into discovery calls. That's a, I think that's a great platform to start from. I think that's perfect. So as long as you're getting on the app and you know what you want to get out of the app, then you'll have a successful time within the platform. 
But I do want to say like the first week or so, just go on and listen and feel it out so that you're, Got when it. you do start doing rooms and then you're not like a deer in headlights and you're not so nervous. Um, but I think, I, I really feel that when you start doing it, you're going to, all those nerves will go away. Speaking on the rooms will go, like that nervousness will go away. And when you're on those rooms, I'll give you two, two of my hints that I give in my class. When you're speaking in those rooms, I want everybody to start with, hi, my name is, I do this. And then ask your question. And then when you're finished speaking, thank you so much. My name is Beth Nidick. Please DM me on Instagram or please connect yeah. me on Instagram. Have that set up for yourself. Using the time that you have in other people's rooms to connect with people, to let people know who you are and using your name on both ends of that conversation will help people understand you. Because when you look at the app and if you're in a room with even 12, 20 people, you can get lost. Yeah. Right. And there's all those little faces so when you're talking, definitely self-identify. You can always find culture and art on the app as well. It's not mm -hmm. just how to get your next client. I'm Jewish and people come on and do stuff for Shabbat for Friday night services. Okay. They have those kind of discussions. So if you're into chess, if you're in like anything you're into other than your business, I do suggest that you use the app for that too and make connections with other people that are interested in that kind of stuff. Because hopefully the world will open up one day and if you guys are both into falconing, then you can go meet each other in Vermont and go falconing together. You know, yeah. Like, yeah, let's go back to the app. So there's the hallway page and then there's the explore page where you can search for people's names. You can search for people's clubs. You can search by emoji. Okay. Which I think is really interesting. Going after so, like, all the, the eggplant emoji. emojis. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, don't do that one. <laughs> I haven't, yeah, I, I'll go, I'll go search that and see how it comes up. But on the bottom, it has all the areas of interest, mm -hmm. right? And it's regional and it's airplanes and it's round boots. Like it's anything you could possibly want. I, this is my own prediction. I think as the app grows, because I believe there's only like 5 million people on it, only 5 million people on it right now. It's going to be very niche. Yes. So this is like the marketing space. This is the PR space. This is the writing space, the, the yeah. speaker space. I think it's going to be like that. So if you're interested at all, I say get on now and you yeah. can consider yourself an early adopter. Yep. Right? Like <laughs> we all wish we were early adopters of Twitter and all that stuff and bought right. their stock. But um, seeing how it progresses, I want to go back a little bit to how to get people to come into your room because you did mention that. Yep. If you just put it onto Instagram, sorry, if you just put it onto Clubhouse, if you're like Julie and a big celebrity, people are just going to come. But if you're not a big celebrity like Julie, put it into your email and use it as you would advertise any a speaking engagement or a podcast that you're on. Put it in your story three days a week. Put it into your, your postings on all your platforms and see what happens. Like when I do it correctly, because obviously this week I did not do it correctly. Right. But last week I did it correctly and I had 50 people in the room. It's a big difference. Find those other people that you connect with that have adjacent businesses Host rooms together until you're comfortable yep. doing your own. My yep. recommendation is to have a solo room a week, a partner room a week, and then a panel room a week. Okay. Because your exposure will just grow. Right. And when you're in those other rooms, you're like, because I have one on Friday at three. Hey, everybody come to my room Tuesday at two. You know what? People come because they like the conversation we've had in this panel. We can continue it in my own room. And it just grows my authority. I don't know what it's going to be like in the marketplace in five years right. and what having a big following clubhouse is going to look like. But for now, my goal is um, to connect with people and to sell some passive products and it's working. So something completely off topic. Can you please tell yes. me how you came to write a cocktail book? <laughs> so I was a bartender for a very, very short amount of time in college. 
my friends were big beer drinkers. I've always had stomach issues. Mm-hmm. Like I had IBS when I was 15, you know, like doctors from when I was 10 to 15 told me it was in my head and you know, all that, that, that old conversation about growing up in the eighties again. <laughs> um, but since my bartending days, I was creating cocktails without sugar because my body doesn't do well with sugar. And I couldn't go out and have the mojitos and the margaritas and all the stuff my friends were drinking. So I made my own flavors. Fast forward 20 something years. I literally standing in my living room, I had friends over for um, Cinco de Mayo and I had made a sugary margarita and my margarita, which is basically tequila and lime. Yeah, that's how I like it And people were going, and somebody said, you make the best drinks. I love that I don't have a headache in the morning. And it was like, oh, okay. And then somebody else said something that same night. They're like, you guys make the best drinks. And I was literally standing in my dining room, looking at my friends drinking my cocktails. And I was like, this is, I got something here. So I started telling people what my idea was. I'm like, I think I need to write a cocktail book around healthy cocktails. I shopped this book around to my friends. Like if you and I were friends back then, I'd be like, Julie, can we have coffee? I have this idea. I just want to talk to you about it. No, you shouldn't have said that. You should have said, can we have some tequila with lime? I got to talk to you. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I did do that too. But I I knew that I couldn't get the book done on my own. I wouldn't get the book done on my own. It just wasn't going to happen. I met my co-writer. Her name is Tara Rossioli. She runs a company called Highway to Well. I was a health coach at that time. She is currently a health coach. I met her at an event. I liked her energy. I literally went to her office. We're like, let's have coffee for half an hour. We scheduled an hour and a half later. I was like, okay, Tara, listen, this is my idea. I told her the book idea. I think she came to my house on Tuesday. That was like a Thursday. And we started writing it. It was one of those, like, she's a doer. I'm a doer. She liked the idea. Unbeknownst to me, one of her clients was a New York Times bestseller. That client introduced us to her agent. He was interested, helped us write the proposal and ultimately signed us. We handed the book in March 1st and it was out the next December. And you had to drink all of those cocktails and make up all of those recipes. Sounds like a terrible job. <laughs> the joke in my house is that I was drunk for the first three months of 2017. <laughs> but it wasn't a joke. But you know, my friends would come over and we'd have cocktail tasting nights and I would make like 15 cocktails and they would taste them all. It was a great, it was a great experience. Yeah. I love doing the cocktail book. I've been on amazing TV talking about it. We've had amazing press. Oprah did a whole page um, on the cocktail book. And as being a speaker, Julie, and you know, the entrepreneurs listening, I will forever be known as featured in Oprah Magazine. Yeah. I'm going to use that credibility till I die. I always do a cocktail of the day. So I'm not going to tell the listeners what it is right now. I want you to send me your favorite cocktail out of the book, and then I'll make that the cocktail of the day. So to to wrap this up, I'm sure we've just started to scratch the surface on what you can teach people about Clubhouse. Where can people find you to learn more about you and how you are helping people navigate Clubhouse? Thank you, Julie. So on my website, bethnydick.com, bethnydick.com slash clubhouse dash masterclass. It's a free one hour masterclass. It's a zoom call um, class that we recorded. I literally put my phone on the screen and we go through each screen. So you can see how to use it, what to use it for, how to make the best of it work for you. And then how to get a little media and exposure from using the app as well. Oh, that's great. Cause I would let, I, I should do that too. Cause I would love a little bit of media exposure, but I got to get on that app first. So it's, you know, it's getting on the app. It's being in the right rooms. It's making the connections. I don't know how many times I write 
thank you so much for sharing X. I really liked X because of X. Yeah. And it's honest, you know, I'm not yeah. making it up, but right. making connections. And I've made TV producer connections from being in their rooms and just saying, hey, I like what you have to say. What do you think about this? Great. Best be a person. Beth, thank you. Thank you so much for being thank here, for sharing so much information on something that everybody needs to learn about right now. You've opened my eyes to the potential <laughs> of the app. So thank you so much for being here. Oh, I appreciate you asking. And yeah, I think this is this is the way that it is in the future, not only about connections, but about really supporting each other. I think that softer, gentler side that we wanted to come out through the pandemic comes out in Clubhouse. Awesome. Um, so the last thing I want to say is if you have anyone has any more questions or they're nervous about it, I'm always open to DMs. I want people to be successful on this app. I do, everything I do is about creating the opportunity for success for yourself. And Clubhouse is a great way to do it. So Julie, thank you so much for allowing me to talk to everybody today. Yeah, and I'll put all of your links into the show notes and people can click on you and find you there. Thank you so much. Okay, I won't lie. I feel like that was a lot and I'm slightly overwhelmed, but I am going to try to wrap up the most important tips that Beth gave us. First, get an invite. Ask your network if they have invites that they can share with you. If you really need one, you can email me or reach out to Beth. We both have invites to give. Then, when you get your invite and you're on the platform, set up your bio and connect that bio to your other active socials like Twitter or Instagram because this is how people will be able to DM you because they can't DM you in the Clubhouse app yet. Now, Follow the speakers that you are interested in and also follow who they follow. At this point, just spend time getting to know the app. Listen in and learn how the hallway is set up and how you get into and out of rooms, how you can raise your hand, how you can be brought to the stage when you are comfortable. After you partake in a conversation, make sure to reach out to the speakers to say what you liked about what they said. Take the initiative to reach out and connect with people. You're on this app to connect with people. So make sure you take that initiative. Spend 45 minutes three times a day on the platform. And when you are ready, start organizing your own rooms and presentations. And I do think you need to have a goal for the platform. Otherwise, you're just going on willy-nilly. You need to know what you want to get out of the time that you're dedicating to this app so that you are strategic with that time that you spend on it. I know, it seems like a lot, but think about the amount of time that you spend doom scrolling on other apps or, you know, screen suck on your computer. You could use that time more wisely by being strategic on the Clubhouse app. And then you could see if it's worth the investment for you from a time perspective. Like anything, there will be a learning curve and things will hopefully get easier the more adept at the app you and I become. All right. Let's get to Beth's favorite cocktail from her clean cocktail book. It is The Day Drinker. Here is the write-up from the book. The Day Drinker. This cocktail is sunshine in a glass, loaded with strong antioxidant vitamin C. Fresh grapefruit juice has limited effect on blood sugar levels, according to Harvard Medical School. We like to think of The Day Drinker as the perfect immunity booster when typhoid hits your house. You know, I'm just going to put in a side note, like typhoid, scurvy, rickets. Like, I'm assuming like it, it would help all of those things. You could tote this one to t-ball games, but bring extra for your friends. Here we go. 
one half lemon cut in quarters, a half a teaspoon of coconut sugar, three to four fresh sage leaves bruised. I always have fresh sage in my garden, so I'm super excited about this this uh, recipe. Two ounces of gin and two ounces of fresh grapefruit juice. And a cocktail shaker, muddle lemon, coconut sugar, and sage until sugar dissolves. Pour gin and grapefruit juice into the mixture and shake with ice for 10 seconds and then strain into a rocks glass. Garnish with fresh sage and a wedge of grapefruit. Tasty. If you want more clean cocktail recipes, check out Beth's book. There's a link in the show notes to it. That is it for today, fam. If you haven't yet, please take a moment to review the podcast and share it with your friends. I'd be so happy if you did that. Until next week, cheers. Hey, thanks for taking the time to listen. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss a tip. And remember, you can unapologetically be who you authentically are and still be wildly successful. That's a fact. See you next week on This Shit Works.